welcome to Bookpile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. And today we are starting our holiday rapid reads. We are actually splitting this over three episodes. That's because we are doing a six-story anthology of Christmas horror short stories. Um, and we'll be doing two short stories per episode. By the way, uh, Midnight Clear is the story that we're, or the anthology title that we're going through. And it was published in 2019 by Black Spot Books. I'm going to introduce our first story. We'll talk about it. And then I'll introduce our second story and talk about that one. So the first story is called The Dauntless and was written by Sam Hooker. The plot is Snickerdoodle, an elf from the North Pole. I said pool on here is assigned to represent the first ever murder at the North Pole. But being a lawyer is only a part-time job for her. She is faced with figuring out if Gumdrop actually did it and how to help him as best as possible. So, Sarah, what do you think of that short story? Stupid. Unimaginably stupid. (laughs) Like, to the point where I was like, can I actually get through this because it's just so stupid? <laughs> Definitely the dumbest thing I've read in a long time, if not within memory. Um, terrible oh. waste of time. Stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. Oh, wow. <laughs> I knew you were going to hate that one. I started reading it. I was like, oh, God. Sarah is going to wonder what the fuck I just picked. <laughs> And why I made her waste time. And then she's going to try and figure out how she can talk about it without actually reading it. But realize that this is just going to go way off kilter and there's just no way she's going to pull it off. So she has to waste the time on reading it. Was I wrong in my thinking? You know, honestly, I don't even know that I really put that much thought into it. It was just like, I got to read this. It's a short story. You should be able to do this. And yet... And yet I was like, I can't even remember these fucking names, Snickerdoodle, Snapdragon, or I don't even know, Sugar Snap or something. I don't know. There was another lawyer. I don't care. Um, And then there was Gumdrop and Santa. Of course, there was fucking Santa. I was just like, what? I was promised Christmas horror tales, and I was given a children's story that also happened to have Cthulhu kind of in the background. Like, what the actual fuck was this? Just... No. Was this like self-published, by the way, or was this professionally done? Um, let me see here. I don't know that I know a lot about Black Spot Books. Black Spot Book Publishing Publisher. So <laughs> it is an independent publisher's book. But this is not necessarily self-published. Black Spot Books is an independent imprint of Visvin Media Group, which specializes in award-winning and best-selling dark fantasy and horror. Oh, I missed the mark on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Kim, what did you think? So... I don't really have an opinion on whether I like the story or not because I just I just don't know. All I know is I was I was like what the fuck is wrong with these people in this world that this poor little elf was sent somewhere randomly for whatever random reason 
the most horrific thing imaginable happened to him. And then they sent him back. Yes. That was his punishment for having committed a murder that they couldn't prove he murdered. He, he did. Nobody. No. Oh yeah. It was, it was, I was just like, what and the fuck? What, what the fuck? Yeah. Hadn't they like decided that he probably hadn't done it by the end, but since he'd but already been mentally scarred, why not just keep mentally scarring him? Like that's, that's even worse that- than just executing him. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to mentally scar anybody else, so let's send the poor disabled person that has been destroyed and make them just do this over and over and over and over and over again for the rest of his his existence. And then he comes back, or somebody comes. Cthulhu isn't even collecting his coal. This poor thing is just sent down there every year. He puts another piece of coal in the stocking and turns around and comes back. And it's just getting heavier and heavier every year. I was like, what the fuck? And I think, didn't they say the elves lived like forever unless they're murdered or something? Oh, did yes. they say that? So oh it's just God. like well, eternal I, punishment. I, that's even I worse. Think, I think, if I remember correctly, it was actually I mean, I more of a- that makes this a horror story for yeah. the elves. I think they said they're immortal until someone dies and proves them otherwise. Well, so it hasn't happened yet. So functionally, actually, five elves died on the the. Nautilus. But they were murdered. But it's they were like murdered. They didn't die of old age. Okay, so that that okay. That 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 statement that you just read doesn't. I didn't read it. I said that's a natural I, death. <laughs> I misread it. Okay. 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 It says elves lived a very very long time. They assumed that it was forever, but no one had gotten that far yet. Okay. it's It still doesn't disqualify murder, but anyway. No, but they're they're saying they haven't lived till forever, so they can assume they live forever, but like they've not reached forever yet. One can never know forever. That's the point. None of them have died a natural death. They assume that means that they live forever. No one has hit I, that point I, I to confirm one way or the other meant, way. I, I understand this is meant to be a profound statement. But. Oh, no, I didn't think it was profound. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. Because we make those profound statements. We regularly go, they were immortal. It's like, were they immortal or are we just assuming they're immortal because we don't have a way to disprove that they weren't, in fact, immortal? Yeah, agreed. <laughs> So I, I I think it was just a funny commentary on something that people just assume naturally. Anyway, what did you think of the book or the story? So I had a, like a little roller coaster of it. I at first was like, "What in the world am I reading?" I promised them horror, and these are happy elves doing weirdly specific happy elf things. And then it went to murder. And I was like, okay, well, that's pretty mundane. So I'm not quite seeing the horror. Then we learn that he had been sent to give coal to Kalulu. Cthulhu. No, you told me to look it up. It's Kalulu. Okay, cool, cool. That's, that's how it's supposed to be said, is Kalulu. So they are sent 
to the give a call to Kalulu, and suddenly now we have a monstrous entity. And I was like, okay, you know, and then there was the little little statue, and I was like, maybe they're gonna unleash Kalulu onto the elves. And I'm like, I'm kind of here for it because they're too happy for my taste. They could use that would have been far more interesting. And then we get the weird, like profound examination from santa about because he is ultimate good and kalulu is ultimate evil they cannot be in the same space together but he as an ultimate good still has to perform his duty and the best way to do it was to sacrifice elves because it was the lesser evil of the options world annihilation elves go crazy and then we have Sticker Doodle required to make an equally profound decision of, well, he's already crazy, so like he can just continue to be crazy, or there can be multiple crazies. And then that was it. And I don't, I didn't dislike it. I don't know that I liked it. I did find it to be really fucked up, but again, not in a good or bad way, just really fucked up. And I thought actually really well structured for a story. Whether I liked the concept of the story, I thought the execution was pretty solid. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was well written. So Yeah. But I, I really don't know. And I don't know what choice I would make in that decision. If I would think, oh, yeah, just keep sending the one person because, like, what the hell? They can't get worse. They can only continue to be. Well, there is actually a third option. Stop delivering the fucking coal. There's no, except, there's no obligation to, con- to deliver it. Except Santa implied that if he did not have it delivered, then there was a failure on his part that could have catastrophic ramifications. And I guess these elves, I almost called them trolls, then I almost called them gnomes. Elves. <laughs> build a lot of toys they built a submarine but they can't build a drone just to automate the process a little bit you know <laughs> and maybe maybe it's fair the madness um i didn't say you know? it was reasonable <laughs> I, I it's it was weird i, mean, I, just... I, I get that i get that this was intended to provide commentary on punishment and the you know the fact that you know santa is this black and white naughty nice you're you're either good or you're bad type of thing but i don't know the idea that it can be an even bigger bad than naughty yeah and the sense of we all have our responsibilities that we presume we have to do because they're culturally required and yeah. really, do we need to do them just because they are culturally required? Yeah. I don't know. I, I Like I said, I got to the end and went, what the fuck? I, you know, I, yeah. Okay. So any other thoughts on this story? Sarah? It was stupid. <laughs> okay. So then we'll do our ratings for this one and we'll go into the next one. So... Our first one is 
emotional reaction. How exciting. How exciting. Okay. Sarah, how exciting. Hmm. I am not sure if I want to go all the way to negative two or if I just want to hover around negative one. Negative 1. 1.5. I always forget about the decimals, man. <laughs> okay, wow. Negative 1.5. I didn't even know that negatives were an option. Oh, sorry. Uh 1.5. I, I forgot oh! that negatives are in fact not an option. I was just immediately <laughs> I was I was really impressed. I was like, wow, you are making a statement now. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. I mean, just it was a 1.5. Not that horrible. Okay. Uh, Kim. I'm going to go 1.5. Okay. So your excitement was a 1.5? Yeah. There's nothing exciting about it. Um, I'm going to give it a three. I found it to be neutral. So, and then our ease of reading, Kim. Three. I mean, I don't. Was uh, ease of reading five? It was easy to read. Other than, okay, no three. I'm going back to a three. Not easy <laughs> to read because it was. Um, oops, sorry. That was probably really loud. I just bumped my foot on the microphone. Um, yeah, it was hard getting through all the names and who everybody was and why and yeah. No three. Okay, Sarah. I'm going to give this so 1.5 as well. Um, skill level wise, it's nothing. It's very simplistic writing, but yeah, it's boring. It's stupid. Getting through all the names is just an upward slog. And you just have to kind of fight yourself into reading it. And that's, or at least that's my experience. So it was definitely harder than other books I've read okay I I think I have to go with three as well possibly even leading towards a two because the world building at the beginning had me going what the hell am I reading these two will not finish this what have I done (laughs) (laughs) so it was in terms of ease of reading it was not easy to get into the reading um but it's short so it wasn't like hard it was weird it's very weird um so then sarah emotional reaction one okay (laughs) kim one i figure if i'm ending with what the fuck what is wrong with this writer (laughs) um how how do you even imagine this? Uh, yeah, it's that doesn't that doesn't even. Okay, okay. Uh, I give it a three. I like. I was like, this is weird. And I was like, oh, Kalulu, cool. Oh, that's dark. Okay, I guess got to read the next one. <laughs> so it was pretty neutral on my part. I didn't hate it, but I was like, ah, uh, okay. All right. So then, Sarah, your in- entire rating for it. Like a one, probably. Okay. Kim. Two, because it kind of sits. I think I gave one a three and the other one's 
ones and twos, so two kind of sits in the middle. Okay, I I think I give this a three. Just this singular story, a three. Like it's it it was neutral for me. So, all right, you guys ready to do the second story? I have to make a confession. Sure what? what? You didn't read the second story. Nope. I, I I just was looking through it. I've 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 no idea what this book is. I this story is. I thought I read it. And I, I'm like, oh, they'll stop talking about it. And I'll remember what it was about. It's, it, it's all good. And I'm like, no, I have, I have, I'm, I'm glancing at it going, I have no idea. I, I don't even, didn't even know there was a character named Glenn. So yeah, you guys. Oh, that's about what it. his name was. Uh, I couldn't remember his name when I was writing up the plot thing. Oh. I didn't want to pull out my copy. Uh, it's, but Sarah, yeah, you I read it, right? No idea. I did read it. I okay. apologize. Okay, so the second story is Tidings of the New Moon. And this is by Elise Levy. Leva. Leva. Uh, the author is male. Just to let everyone know, just because I hadn't realized it until I was looking it up. And the plot is a well-to-do wolf is bitten by a human. It turns his entire world upside down as he struggles with his family, his parents, and his pack. But the new moon is on New Year's Eve, and in the end, the human bite will change him forever. Wait a minute, I did read this one, didn't I? Because you and I talked about it. Because yeah. he, he, bec- he becomes a human instead of... Yeah, I did read it. <laughs> so you are so certain you have well. <laughs> I I have no memory of this story other than yeah it it was a reverse yeah. werewolf. You know what? To be fair, I felt the same way. I got done with the end of it and I was like, that was highly predictable, really boring, and the only thing that I found interesting was the whole notion that the father, while obtaining dementia, was reverting back to like what we would consider an animal. So he was chained in the yard. I did read this story. <laughs> that was the only part that interested me. I had no interest in the main character. I could not figure out the world building whatsoever. Um, and I I love werewolf stories. And I love the idea of playing with werewolf stories. I did not love this one. Sarah? Oh, I thought this one was also stupid. Which really has me just so excited for the rest read the of rest, the book. Yeah. <laughs> um listen i I have planned us out we have to oh yeah Yeah, i know we've committed um i did think that between this and the stupid fucking elf one it was more interesting also because it was shorter and therefore less torture um the reverse werewolf thing was again like you said amberly it was very predictable you knew what was going to happen like immediately but it was vaguely interesting to kind of see this really like slapdash world of the customer oh jesus christ um that the (laughs) author as they're more commonly referred to as um was kind of creating with their weird wolf people but yeah i mean overall like i said it was still dumb like at the end of it i was like what was the point also, why was he having visions of humans doing things like in our world when the humans right? in his world were just naked people running around in the forest? Right? Immune to the snow, too, by the way. I have a question. Yeah. How does a freaking dog, which is what they are basically described at, I know they're wolves, but drive a car? 
Why does it need to drive a car? I don't know. That's why, why? I said the world building was awful. Yeah. Why? You, why would it be? Why would it be our world, our products? You know, our everything. But wolf. It, that yeah. also was the whole alpha wolf peeing into the dish so that the assistant could spritz it around the place. Gross to you guys too. Mm, well, yeah. Yeah. Again, that's throwing something into our world that doesn't need to exist. Yeah, it would have been more logical for him to just start pissing in corners. Um, And I didn't even realize he was peeing until they mentioned the spraying. Tells her where to spray it. And I was like, wait, when did he start peeing? It like goes into graphic detail about her, him directing her to bring a dish or she just brings the dish automatically. And then it talks about him peeing and then filling it up exactly to the brim with such excellent urinary control. And then she tips it into like a bottle and sprays it. See, I was not processing that when I was reading it until it said with excellent urinary control. And I went, what the hell? When did this wolf start peeing in front of the other one? Yep. We got and a whole I went, why, section on Why that. was this... Why was this included? Why was this necessary? Why would a CEO wolf need to piss around? Because the author's like, oh, well, dogs mark their territory. So obviously I'm going to be clever about it and have my boss wolf want to mark his territory in the office. Well, and I vaguely remember, I'm so clever. I vaguely remember a kind of an implication that the CEO had defeated the oh, previous him. Not CEO. implication. Yeah. Full right, on so murdered the previous so he CEO. Needs, he needs and decapitated to piss, him. Yeah, he needs to piss in corners to remind everybody that he's the one that that um, defeated the last CEO, and they're going to be facing him and all his power. If uh, just me they out. try, yeah, no, no, it was yeah, it was a twenty-page story, and we got like at least one page of urinary discussion. So, you know, yeah, no, it's a decent percentage. Yeah, no, it was. And then the wife just left him. Like, no, like, description of it, no, like, it's it just, she left me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Also, this happened. Whatevs. Yeah. And it's like, why did you set up, spend so much time setting up his family, his pack, his experience being, you know, a child in a pack? And then it's, she just left me. Yeah. Okay. Like, why not just focus in on that and not all the rest of this insanity agreed so i again did not like this one i would have rather reread the weird elf one oh god and read no. this one <laughs> okay i would reread the wolf one right now but i would not touch that elf one again <laughs> this is where our preferences divert what about you, Kim? Which one would you rather have to read again? I'll pretend to read either one of them. <laughs> Just say I the wolf said. one. It's like half as long. You get through it faster. I remembered not one, not one thing about it until you guys started talking about it. I should have just not confessed. I would oh, No, because it makes it great that you're like, I didn't read it. And then we're describing it. And you're like, I did read it. I did read it. <laughs> but it tells you everything you need to know about the story. You read it and your brain just went, Nothing. we're just going to dump this. 
even yep. discussing it in the podcast does not make it necessary to continue to obtain this information. Nope. 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 Okay. Any other thoughts on this one? No. Sarah? I don't think so. Okay. Kim, how exciting did you find this one? Three. I don't know. I okay. I don't like I don't like the measurements we use to measure books because when we don't like them, it's kind of hard to say three. Three seems too. Then maybe it's not a three for you. I mean, we've been doing this for like a year and a half now, so we can't change the metric now. I know. I know. Um, I mean, we can. We're in control of this. But anyway, uh, I'm in control of it. I won't let you change it. Told <laughs> you. <laughs> so three okay sarah three i gave this one a one for excitement <laughs> there was nothing exciting about it well that's what my a, definition of a but three, that would be three so. no <laughs> one i wasn't like negatively like i was not I neutral about the excitement my okay, first okay. thought was he was bit by a human Dear Lord, I have to wait until he turns into a human. This is going to be boring. Okay, so yes, but when you first said it, you had no excitement or whatever. The way you phrased it, it just sounded like you were neutral, which would be nope. a three. Was not neutral. Yes, I, I was. I see that now. Not excited. Okay, uh, Kim or Sarah, ease of reading. Not five. Okay, Kim. Yeah, it's easy to read, I guess. Five. I mean, you I don't know. I don't remember it, it at all. <laughs> I think. But then that, that means that you don't remember like struggling. So you know. Yeah, I didn't struggle with it. Exactly. I was like, so, I was like, I want this to be cool, cool. because it it should be. But then they did. They made the they being the author made such weird choices. And I just kept going, why, why, why would this develop in a wolf-based society? It just didn't make any sense. So, yeah, we'll go with three. I gave ease of reading a three. I did not find it easy to read. I did not find it hard to read. I read it. It was read. The I end. will never read it again. <laughs> uh, then emotional reaction, Kim. one i don't know i didn't have a negative reaction to it i just did not flat remember it i don't <laughs> you're like i cannot rate something i do not recall yeah okay sarah i would give it probably a two okay well i feel like i was i was gonna say a two but you liked this better than i did and you gave it a two. Wow, so I feel like is like, a strong word. I said liked it better than I did. <laughs> so I feel like I need to give it a one for emotional reaction because I, oh, I was not pleased to read it. And it did not take long, but I was not pleased to read it. So mine was a one for emotional reaction. Kim, what was your overall rating? Two. Because I have to pick a number. 
Okay. Sarah. Um, I'll give it a, I will give it, see, I didn't rate these ahead of time because I didn't know that we were going to bother with that. Uh, well, we wouldn't have had a lot to say otherwise. That is true. There's only so many ways you can talk about how it's stupid. Um, <laughs> and I think we've covered them all. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't gotten into other languages to describe the stupidity. You want me to look up stupid in another language? What 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 language do you want me to do? German. Probably oh my German God, that's going to be. Um, dumb. D U M M. Dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was your overall overall rating, Sarah? I so I'm torn between a one point five and a two because it was better than the Elf story. One point seven five. That is a good split there. Is I think the debate though? we need to have is which one is actually better. Because I think the elf story was better. The world building, while not great in the elf story, was was still better built than the world building in this story. I thought they were both equally terrible in terms of their world building. <laughs> I did not I find agree with either Tim. one to be of skilled writing ability <laughs> or whatever. Um, no. I, I agree with Kim with the elf story being the, the better one. Fucking and my and terrible. <laughs> I didn't say it was the greatest thing I'd ever read. I was saying between the two, it's the one I preferred. And then mm -hmm. my overall rating was probably a two for this one. I finished it. So it, it wait, but I did a 1.75. Are you sure you want to do a two? Based on my usual system, a one is only when I don't your fucking system it. that you break all the fucking time <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll put it at a 1.70 thank you <laughs> okay so, so now so this i have one last thing to say yes a year from now when we're recording christmas stories again that's Remind me, I don't want Christmas horror stories because it's clearly not working. <laughs> well, okay. I feel like it should be addressed that I think I'd set up your level of expectation for Christmas horror stories to be so much higher than it should be. These aren't even dread horror game. stories. With our dread game. Possibly. Even so, this is not horror. It yeah, is not, not, but it's supposed to be. I will, I did want to add, and I did not love this line, but I did highlight it because I feel like it was the sum of like the entire second story. Whatever had entered his blood that night in the woods was threatening to turn him into the super mundane. Yeah, again, that's these two writers trying to be profound in what they're writing, and neither one of the stories is profound. No, no, but that, that, when I read that line, I was like, oh, great. That's what we're, this is what we're in for. Okay. So I did want to check and see what you guys think the next two stories are about. So no, I'm just giving you the title. That's it. Just based on what the titles are so far. So the next one is moving on up. Any guesses? Yeah. And it has to be Christmas related, even though werewolves are not Christmassy. 
Christmas or horror themed. Oh, or horror. Well, that's pretty dang generic, vague, broad. That's the word I was looking for. Moving on up. Yeah. I don't know, man. Someone's either going up an elevator or there's a giraffe. Do you guys even know what the TV show Moving On Up is? I was going to say, it it just makes me think of Moving On Up. But I feel it's a 70s. TV show about a black family that move into a an apartment building predominantly white if not all white except for them and it's 70s so it's kind of like uh basically implying that they like have moved up in the world yeah hence moving on and up but also a play on the fact that they're moving on up into an apartment a tower. high rise high rise yeah oh okay out of the but ghetto that's that's what I think, like, that's what it made me think of. And I'm like, are we, is this really going to be like some sort of like Jordan Peele style Christmas? God, I hope not. <laughs> Moving on up thing? I don't know. Because Jordan Peele is brilliant and a fantastic writer. Um, these writers are not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't um, know, but that's face. what that one made me think of. And what about... The poetry of snow and stars. Oh God, that sounds like every YA title out there. From like, <laughs> it does doesn't it? <laughs> so I'm assuming that one's by Sarah J. Moss, and uh, <laughs> if that's a fact, then no, that I'm would be like the Court of Frost and Starlight. <laughs> and what was the title of this novella or short? The story? poetry of snow and stars. Okay. You're not off, but like Sarah J. Mass has already done her weird short story Christmas thing. Doesn't mean she can't do it again. True, true. <laughs> okay. Any other final thoughts? How many of these are there in total? Six. So there's four more. Well, we're a third of the way completed. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> okay. And on that note, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can also email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.